Father, you said the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We thank you for allowing yourself to be available unto us. We thank you that we have the ability to come to you. And while we're coming to you, you already know what's on our heart for you. already know what's on our mind for you. already know what we're about to say. And we thank you so much for having our answers already met in your presence, God. But God, we call on you. And we're not calling on you because of what we don't know. But we are calling on you. Because we do know you and we're learning more and more about you every single second that we dwell in your presence. We don't want to do anything without you. You give us decisions to make on a daily basis. And even when we make the wrong decisions, you still pick us up when we fall. Dust us off, wash us up, and have us repent and keep it moving. Just to release more and more of your goodness upon our lives. Father, we will never forget what you've done for us. And what you continuously do for us. We will never forget the times that you have provided your presence. Provided what we need it. For us, in our families, on our jobs, everything about us while we're living here. You have always provided and you always will. You have never allowed any of us to fall short of anything because you are a good God. We press past Anything that's contrary to your goodness. We release upon those right now who don't have a heart to serve to begin to have a heart to serve. For those who become too busy to spend time with you, that they begin to have an open schedule for you. For those who begin to think that they have a sickness or a disease or any lie the devil try to throw their way by looking at what's going on in the earthly reality, they begin to see heaven's reality for their lives right now. We're not waiting for this to come to pass tomorrow, not five minutes from now, because it's already finished. It's already been won. We're already victorious. We already have authority. We already have the power. For we have you. And in you, we move. And in us, you move. For we are one. We are not ashamed of the gospel, God. We are not ashamed of rejection from those who don't even know you. Because every time we sow a seed by speaking some positive word, in someone's lives it may look like they're not listening but we all created by you therefore the spirit man knows that's breathing has a heart hallelujah and also has a mind and we thank you father for that ability 
everyone who had a family member that went home prematurely or went home for whatever reason. I release that they know what it's like in heaven. So they won't be walking around with their heads low and angry and sad or weeping. That they know where their family member is. Give them an encounter of heaven. Let them know. Give them a taste of what heaven is like. Then that morning will come to rejoicing. For heaven has have another angel. Have another internal being. From you. And the angels that's commissioned to walk with us on a daily basis. Return back home. Or go to the next person. However you do it. We thank you, Father, that we don't spend our time trying to figure you out. Because we know throughout it all, everything worked together for our good. For you are leading and we are following. And far as I know, that I know that I know that I know through proof that you are indeed exactly who you say you are. What makes us more than conquerors? That Christ's blood paid for every single thing. Every form of evil principality that tried to distract us from trying to rob us of what you have freely given over to us. And I release in the atmosphere your strength be made perfect in those lives. Who needs your strength right now and not even having a mouth to open up and say anything. Those who feel weighed down and don't want to praise any longer, then we begin to praise on behalf of our neighbors on our left and our right without getting weary ourselves. When you send us places to release your word, then we may not become entangled. We will not water down your gospel because your gospel is the good news that our neighbors on our left and our right in this world needs. We're not distracted. And we thank you for that. May we continue to spend more time with you. And obey your voice. Even when our flesh is telling us to do something that's pleasing to our own self. Then we ignore our flesh. To allow our spirit man to rule. And overtake. Of our thoughts. Of our words that we speak. And the words that we hear to continue to guard our heart that understands. May we never take our armor lightly and for granted. May we never take the scriptures that you provided for granted. In every testimony, may we never take it for granted. We are walking on holy ground. Not because of what we do or not because our level of education or where we from or how much money we have or our fancy of anything. Because Christ's blood. When Christ rose, we rose. And because of the resurrection power, we have the ability to inherit every promise you ever made to us. We have a blood-bought right. And we are seated in heavenly places. 
I pray we begin to take your word even more seriously. And not to the point where we're using it against each other, but we're using it against evil principalities. That we stand together, joint, connected, fellowshipping, on one accord. And we thank you, Father. But also out there thinking they're not good enough. Or not smart enough. Or not worthy enough. I speak against those negative words right now. And I release your spirit over every person who feels that way. Everyone, anyone who feels insecure about their self. About their weight. Or their emotions. Anything that's, anything that's causing them to feel unstable. I pray begin to be stable right now in those areas. I thank you angels for going forth as I speak. I do not take your purpose of being in our lives for granted. Because we could go left and, and yet not even know what's headed in that direction. But yet you go forth and prepare a way of an escape every single time. We do not take for granted to sow our seed on good ground, on good ground. And we're not sowing just to expect something increased coming our way materialistically, but spiritual. Spiritual encounters, receiving more love, releasing more peace, more joy in the atmosphere, and continuously to stand. No matter how much hell try to break loose around you, you continuously standing. When someone being negative and gossiping about you, you continuously standing. You will not be offended. You will not be moved. For you are rooted and you are grounded in God's love. You have nothing. And you will allow nothing evil to come in, inside of you. It may be around, but it has nothing in you. And I pray those who have your strength, Father, to continue to use our strength for those who are not even aware of your strength, aware of your love, aware of who they even who they are, or even aware of who you are. Because a lot of people didn't grow up knowing who you are. A lot of people didn't grow up in church. Or in a home that's releasing affection. Some people grew up differently. And that's called us releasing your mercy upon those who don't even know. And that's why some people do the things that they do. And say the things that they say. No matter what a person believes in. And who their false gods are. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue will confess. Will confess. It's guaranteed. It's scripture. And you put your word above yourself. Will admit that Jesus is Lord. Confess that he is Lord. And we make that confession right now. That Jesus is indeed Lord. And we thank you for your spirit. It's not by might. Nor by power. 
but by your spirit, God. We change the words we say and how we say it. We're not focused on just theology, trying to sound so spiritually educated and yet not have no heart for you because we don't spend no time with you. But able to quote every scripture just about. But don't even have a heart to do anything for God's people. Still looking down upon people when they do certain things. The men that's out here that's struggling with their and being challenged with their sexuality. Holy Spirit, have your way with my brothers and my sisters. Because in the world, they make it seem as though women on women is okay, but men on men is not. It's all not okay. But will I love my brothers and my sisters any less? Indeed not. Will I place judgment upon anyone? Indeed not. Will I put myself above anyone? Indeed not. Would I try to condemn anybody? Indeed not. I embrace them all, Father. Those who've been cast out. Even those who practice witchcraft. Even those who spend their days trying to control people. Manipulate people. Disrespect people. Offend the people. Lie on people. Steal from people. I love and pray for them all. Because you gave your son for us all. And I pray that we stop looking down upon people due to what they choose to do and how they choose to live. But see Christ in us all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for allowing us to be in your presence and dwelling there. There is no time limit. We dwell there. We abide in you. And we thank you for that. For you are the vine. We are the branch. We can't do nothing without you. And we make it more personal to let you know we don't want to do anything without you. We're not afraid to go forth where you send us. We will no longer talk ourselves out of anything. We no longer think how do we ought to think of anything. Hallelujah. I thank you for the angels being here. I thank you for your presence showing up and showing out in the atmosphere. Satan is a liar. He is a liar. And he's proven to be a liar. Every time you get a revelation of who you really are. We spend so much time trying to get drugs away from people. Instead of getting the people away from the drugs. And it's not through coaching. It's not through classes. It's through love. A lot of times I see people just passing out flyers with a scripture on it. That's not love. And you don't even open up your mouth to greet the person, but you're passing out information. Biblical information. 
And sometimes we put a price on things that God uses us to do for free. Because we're so concerned about our well-being. People ask me all the time. How are you going to get your life? How are you going to live? Preaching the gospel. What is your source of income? God is my source of income. What do you mean? I don't even think that way. I'm fully persuaded. See, a lot of us are spending too much time trying to invest in things and we're putting our hands into things spiritually to release what God given us freely and we're putting a price on it just to have a living. They make sure our needs be met and our bills be paid. Forgetting about God is your source. And I don't mean that that's everyone's testimony. Because people will sow a seed in your life. Indeed, they will. Don't turn down a blessing. And you will know a blessing from a person who wants to sow into your life or a person who thinks they owe you for what you have been used to do in their life. It's a difference. Many people thought they owed me for me releasing the love of God to them. And I say, you don't owe me anything but to love me. I don't walk around asking for anything. And I got persecuted for that a lot of times. They say you have not because you ask not. I know who to ask for anything. And it's not man. Hallelujah. You think our father not going to make sure your needs be met? If he say he is your shepherd and you shall not want. He used the word want because he eliminated your needs. If I take care of your wants, then you already know your needs met. We sit around worrying for nothing. Nothing. All power is in his hands. And his hands are upon your life. So you have power all in and through your life. In every area of your life. So what are we worrying for? Let's not become religious people. Hallelujah. And what I mean by religious people know all the theology, but don't put it into demonstration. Without love, you don't have anything. Hallelujah. And I thank you, God, for that. You say you would never let anything happen to us. Fear for nothing. So many scriptures are reminding us to worry for nothing. And he's given us a lot of scriptures to release to us why not to worry. He is our father. He is our provider. He is our healer. He is our defender. And he is faithful at what he does. If you're having a financial situation going on because that means you need to sow more seed. And it may sound strange to say that. It's always the opposite to, to how you feel in your flesh. Your flesh said, nah, that's the time to grab hold of all my money. No, that's the time when you need to let it go. Hallelujah. 
When all hell breaking loose in your life and obstacles arise and trials and tribulations and storms try to come, that's time to praise. But your flesh said, no, it's not. It's time to cry. It's time to be worried. It's time to cry out. No, it's time to praise because your praise is your weapon. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. I thank God for my growth. I thank God for your growth. And we don't take spending time in God's presence lightly. And spending time in God's presence is not just sitting there. Just to say that you sat there and did something with him and not do something that you want to do on your own ability or on on your own accord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Sometimes the presence shows up so powerfully. (laughs) I'd be like, my God, (laughs) looking around (laughs) because I don't put no limit to what he's what he's going to do. He's always moving. So powerfully. I don't put God in a box. So I'm always observing. I'm watching. And I pray you also watch. He's weighing us down with his glory right now. Weighing us down with his glory. I just thank God for his love. And for those who experience the tragedy of a loved one, just get in the presence of God. And while you're already in the presence of God, let me say that. In his presence, just begin to communicate with your father. Communication is everything with God. He loves to hear you speak. Because you are speaking on one accord. You're not speaking from a place from an earthly reality. You're speaking from a place of heaven's reality. And I'm starting to see how significant, how beneficial it really is to allow Holy Spirit to intercede on our behalf. Because sometimes we really just don't know what to pray. You pray west, God wants you to pray north. You walk in front of God wants you to turn around and rekindle some things. Make peace with some things. God will flow issues to the surface. And we can't deny it because they're there. And he wants to uproot it for us to continue to have the God kind of character. Because if you're walking this earth and it's telling you your entire life that what you can't have and what doesn't belong to you, speaking everything opposite to who you really are. And God just transforming those things. Repositioning those things. Back to us. Hallelujah. Continuously praying. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Jesus. Wow. 
We're not going to take God for granted, my God. You got God's attention. You have God's attention. You have God's full attention. Ooh, God is doing something. Whenever God wants to elevate us, his presence show up much more powerful than it ever did before. For you are on a new level where you were never on before. Everything becomes new. The vision, the dream, the hearing, the understanding. You begin to see what you never saw. Hear what you never heard. To do what you never done. And that's what I'm expressing right now as I'm talking to you. If you can see what's going on on my end, <laughs> and if I can see what's going on on your end, but through it all, we know one thing we believe. Therefore, we receive. Hallelujah. Jesus. God, I lift my hands up to you right now. You are elevating me. You are elevating me and you want me to know it. I thank you for elevation. Let me tell you, when you and I become the voice of God, I mean the voice of God and demonstrating God's love in this earth, You begin to experience God on a whole nother level. And many people won't understand what you're talking about because they haven't opened themselves up to receive that much of God. See, there's no end to God. It's always more and more and more. The angels are declared holy, holy, holy continuously. For they are always seeing something new. Hearing something new. Embracing the new. God's saying right now, old things are passed away. And I don't know about you, but I thank God for me choosing him and him delivering me from my past. Because I made a lot of mistakes in my past. I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done in my past. I said things I shouldn't have said in my past. And I let things enter into my heart that should never enter into my heart in the past. I was offended in the past. And I thank God for growth. I thank God that I'm not ashamed to admit I make mistakes. I'm not, I thank God that I'm not ashamed to thank him for what he's doing in and through our lives. To testify. Everything is not for everybody. It's really not. But you know some things that he done for you. That you will never forget. And you cannot keep quiet. And you will not keep quiet about it. Because it set someone else free. Who's going through the same things that God delivered you from. 
If you're worrying about someone receiving your testimony or not receiving your testimony to the point where they begin to look at you differently than what you think you are to look be looked at, there's something wrong with that. If you want someone to see all the good in your life, all the strength, just to think that strength you was born just the way you are right now, without going through any challenges or being delivered or being forgiven about anything, there's something wrong about that. Hallelujah. Some of you are bold with your testimonies. I was telling God the other day because some people testify. I'd be like, oh my goodness, I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> I would have kept that between me and you, God. I'm trying to tell you. I wouldn't have told nobody that. But they just feel so free about it. I was like, wow, my God, did they just say that? For everybody to hear that? Oh my goodness. And guess what? Everyone respect them because of it. And if, if a person look at you from what God delivered you from, and that's how they look at you, there's something wrong with that. Hallelujah. If they don't see redemption upon you, there's something wrong with that. So let's not worry about what people have to say or think concerning anything about us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't be moved by how many friends you have or don't have. Don't be an attention seeker. Don't be a self person who wants to, uh, uh, what you call it, ordain yourself. Elevate yourself. God told me today, it's so much better when people allow me to elevate them when they reverses them trying to do it themselves. There's no glorification in you trying to elevate yourself. You're just working, overworking your flesh for nothing. Because there's no glory in it. Glory comes from God. So let's not do that. And it feels so much better to see God and watch God move on your behalf. Hallelujah. God is so good to us. So good for us. And in and through us. I love you all so much. I know you hear me say it a lot because I do. I'm God's heartbeat. I love it. I love the fact that God vips to me. I love that. I love the fact that I'm finally where I want to be. It took me some, oh my God. Challenge upon challenge upon challenge. The enemy do not want us to be where we are in God. He's trying to rob you from the knowledge and the wisdom of God. And once you grab a hold of it, my God, our lives will never be the same. That same mercy that God show upon us, we must show it upon others. Hallelujah. Just because you have a title or just because you have money doesn't mean anything. It just means that you have those things. That's what it means, actually. But it doesn't mean anything spiritually. Why not want to receive the spiritual things first, which are eternal, versus trying to receive the things first that will perish? Hallelujah. 
That's like going to school and wanting to be at recess all day and not going to class with the other classmates to learn anything. And then it's time for the quiz. You don't know anything. Hallelujah. And sometimes we worry for nothing. Worry for nothing. I just thank God how you put everything in place. I had no idea last year that my life would be the way it is right now. And I'm so happy and I'm so proud of myself. Because I deny my flesh daily. And it's not a challenge. Because my passion is to serve God. To live unto God. And what blows my mind the same God all this time? And you're still the same all these years? From the beginning? The same God I hear about and read about in these encounters? Biblical encounters? The same today in 2021? I used to play with God when I was a teenager. I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> I used to say no things like that. <laughs> but I just thank God for a relationship with him. God sheltered me a lot. A lot of things that I thought I was supposed to enjoy, I couldn't enjoy of the world because he was sheltering me. Because I invited him in my life. I had the privilege and I'm so honored to say I always had a relationship with God my entire life. I never experienced a life without or a time without him. Now does that mean I did not fall short or stumble? No, it does not. I repented many a days. I mean many. And I don't need God to help me. I won't say many. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I always had a relationship with God my entire life. Someone asked me, they said, Q, what, what, what age were you when you began to walk with God? And, and I was thinking, I was like, God, what age was it? I mean, I never could say I did not know you. I always knew you from, from whatever, however. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting with you at three. I'm sitting with you at two. I mean, come on. It's not that I ever said, God, come in. You were always there. And I always commune with you my entire life. But I said 21. My answer was them to 21. And they said, what happened? I said, God kept pulling on me. And I got frustrated because I was drinking so heavily at the time. And I was like, God, what is it that you want with me so much? What do you have for me? Because you keep calling. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you I, you just keep pulling. Like, what do you want me to know right now? And he gave me a vision immediately. It was too big for my eyes to see the vision. Hallelujah. But I saw it up close and personal. And my answer to that question is, that's not when I begin to walk with God at the age of 21. That's the time God said, no, that's the day that you got frustrated with me. 
It is what it is. You got frustrated with me that day because I kept pulling on you. I wanted to give you something that you always want. You're crying out and you're unaware. You're crying out. I see that look on your face. I know my daughter. My daughter is unhappy because she don't have me with her. But she thinks it's okay that drinking going to take it away. But drinking can't take it away. Only I can take it away. I'm trying to get my daughter's attention. But she just won't listen. Hallelujah. And I thank God that that's not my testimony any longer. I'm listening and I'm watching. And you have never failed me, God. And I'm not ashamed to let the world know you have never failed me. Times that I needed things, you provide every time. No matter what it is, you even show me how to be a great mother. It means so much to me to be a great mother because here we are. We have these innocent children that God used us to naturally bring into this world who are eternal beings also. And you are responsible for how they come up. So I don't take motherhood lightly at all. Do that mean I didn't make mistakes as a mother or a parent? Of course I have. But God always, I say, God, I need you to teach me. Teach me how to be the mother that my child need me to be. Because I just always ask God, no, let this child be, change this child, change this child attitude, change this child this. When they were, ch- uh, you know, babies and all that, you know how they get little, you know, falling out and all that. I said, no, you need to change this child for me. God said, no, we need to change for this child. Hallelujah. Got one of the best sons in the world. Who tells me all the time, you're the best mother in the world. You are my queen. And I'm so excited to hear my son say those things to me. Because I have made some mistakes as a mother. Hallelujah. And I thank God I won't have to live like that. My son was always grateful for everything. And I used to sit there and cry sometimes in the room. And I said, God, I didn't give them the best of everything. When I see some person giving their kids things that I don't naturally can afford to have. These kids are getting this. They're getting that. They have the best clothes. God said, do you not see the bigger picture? I said, what? You're giving this child love. You're showing this child who God is. You're taking this child to church. You press your way into the house of God. You give me your son. You put scriptures of the living word in his pockets. You declare the decree word over him. You pray with him. You teach him who I am. You think that's more than what money could buy? Of course it is. I think you're a great mother. Don't you ever forget that. You're giving your child to me. Most parents don't do that. You gave me you as a mother to become better. You asked me to show you. You humbled yourself in that area. That's why I'm sending so many people your way for you to nurture. Because you know how to nurture. And I mean that literally 
I've been working with children for almost more than 15 years for all ages. I mean, infants all the way up to high school since the age of 16. And I mean, it taught me so much. All races, all gender. I learned a lot of cultural backgrounds, different ethnic groups. I learned so much. I had a child from every continent, just about every country. I learned so much. And I taught so much. And every child I done had, had a beautiful encounter because they felt what love is like. And they felt the, the, the love and the patience from me. Because many a times I said, God, why am I even here? I don't want to be with no children. What's this? I don't even make enough. <sighs> I got to be making this much money and then dealing with all this? Oh, no, nah, that's dead. <laughs> but the more I said it, the more God kept me there. I said, let me just be quiet. <laughs> maybe I leave. Maybe he'll take me out if I be quiet. But as I begin to get quiet, then that's when he began to speak. Hallelujah. And I thank God for his mercy on that. Told me how to be a lot of things. And people literally used to drop their kids off on me. Oh, we know they're safe with you. You got it. You good. You got Miss Quisha, then a lot of people know me, they know I don't play. Now don't put my hands on anyone's child, not even my own. But I just I just have this sternness with me when it comes to children. Because I really believe, and I don't care what no one say, I really believe a child to be trained the way they should go. Hallelujah. Now- No child's going to tell me what they're not going to do, what they don't want to have. No way. No way. No way. It's no way any child has ever been in my presence and that ever happened. I used to have parents saying, as soon as the mention of my name, the kids get straight in class. Or as soon as I walk in the classroom, they all get together and sit down on one accord. Children, when I was working with the toddlers, the two-year-olds, they sitting down eating, using their utensils. And the parents used to come in and walk past and be like, what in the world? My child using a spoon? My child sitting down? My child saying, yes, ma'am? Oh, my God. What, what is your secret? I said, I just look at them in their face and just communicate. Let them know what I'm... They, they, see, children observe. They know when you're serious. They know, what you're, know when you're playing. So if you're serious, why would you smile? You're confusing them to take you as a joke. Children are very observant and they communicate through the eyes. That's why they're always watching to see if you're serious about what you're saying. As soon as you change that facial expression, they're taking you for granted. Hallelujah. Never let your children run your home. Never let your children tell you what they are or what they're not going to do. I don't care if I had 10 children. They all going to be on one call when it comes. When the sound of my voice. Or anybody's voice. Hallelujah. That goes for inside and outside the home. 
They used to call me drill sergeant, but it's not as in a negative way. It's just apparent, it's very stern, but also can be very playful. But it's a time for everything, and you cannot confuse the two. You can have fun, go out, do this and do that, but you must do this first. Hallelujah. So, Father, look at the parents right now because you have me talking about parents, parenting, parenthood. It will begin to walk in the way you want us to walk in the area of parenting. That we become more what our kids need us to be and not us keep trying to get our kids to be what we want them to be. Let us be what they need us to be. Let us be more available for our children, more patient with our children. Let us not think that hitting is always the answer. Let us not think in that rewarding them when it's time for them to sit down and observe what they did was wrong. Let us not think that we don't want our children to be mad at us so we give them everything they ask for. Let us not feel so different about our life and our upbringing that we give our children everything they do ask for. Hallelujah. Would you lead us, Father, and show us how to be the parents that we can be on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Every area in your life right now is covered with the Spirit of God. Stay there and come up even higher. Hallelujah. I thank you for your time. I thank you for just supporting me. Thank you for praying for me. When I say pray for me, I really mean pray for me. I don't just say it just to say it. And I have some people saying, oh, you good. You cute. Like, girl, get out of here. What does that mean? Does that mean that I'm not worthy enough for you to go to the presence of God on my behalf? Because you thinking that I'm, I'm bold and I'm fire and I'm holy, too holy for prayer? Never heard of such thing. Even Christ prayed. Come on. Hallelujah. The same way someone stands, someone can easily fall. But I'll tell you one thing that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know. My passion is too great to make some of the mistakes I've made in the past ever again. Hallelujah. And I love you so much. I'm going to stick to my word and I say I'm letting you go. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> and I say it like four or five times before I actually let this podcast go. <laughs> so I love you. Enjoy your night. Thank you so much for everything. Father, we thank you. We love you. And love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs>